0: Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. We are literally out in the streets outside the media tent at the convention center here in Philadelphia with the Weekly Standard's Jim Swift. And uh, Jim, we're in the streets because we've been descended upon by a horde of Bernie protesters.
1: Yeah, they just came in after uh, they staged a walk-off on the floor, and they uh, uh, came into our media workspace. They staged a sit-in, and uh, they uh, refused to leave. And the police came, and then we couldn't leave. So we became Bernie bro hostages.
0: And the reason we're taking the podcast on the road, as it were, walking around out here, uh, is because it's been the theme of the week for the first two days. The first day, the chairperson of the convention gets fired. When does that happen? Then you had booing of the nominee on the floor two days in a row. Now, when does that happen?
1: It's been it's been about a couple decades since the uh, chair of the Democratic National Committee or the convention has stepped down uh, prior to the convention. So it's it is pretty unprecedented. And there seems to be almost
0: this kind of looseness of like the wheels are if not coming off, the you know the the bolts need to be tightened. The nuts obviously are everywhere, but the bolts have not been tightened. Do you get that sense as you're going through the process of organizing this? Putting it together, bringing the Weekly Standard crew here to uh, Philadelphia.
1: Well, if the message is unity, I mean, you're seeing much less unity at the Democratic convention than you did at the Republican convention. I mean, there there were the Never Trumpers, and they got stymied in the Rules Committee. They got stymied on the floor. They had their booze, and that was really it. But we're seeing this every night, and I expect probably over the next couple nights. I mean, even even Bernie Sanders himself giving uh, his endorsement speech of Hillary wasn't able to wasn't able to convince his delegates to uh, you know stop the revolution. It's still going.
0: And I think about what we're we're standing here. The crowd is moving around. There are Bernie delegates with tape over their mouth because they believe they've been silenced. You know, this is—it's not just the way it was in Cleveland, where there was a perception that maybe something will get out of hand, maybe some—you know—there might be a riot, which there was not. We just had it. We just had people storm in to the media center, plop down, and start there. This is where democracy. Whatever the chance are, they do, and take over the place and have the police come in and lock us all out. And you just go, holy! This is this isn't the theory theory of a problem. The Democrats are, right now, having a problem.
1: Well, you know, I mean, if you look at the, the Bernie Sanders supporters, I mean, this is a tactic they've long employed. I mean, many of them come from the Occupy Wall Street movement, many of them come from the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, only recently did the House Democrats stage their own sit-in, so they're, you know, it's not like they're learning from the bad behavior of House Democrats. I mean, this, this is the behavior that, you know, is, is typical in this movement, and it's to get attention, and it's, if they wanted attention, they got it.
0: I want to ask you one other thing, and uh, it's a metric people have used to evaluate the Donald Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. How organized, is he? The Melania Trump plagiarism issue. People said, ah, you know, who cares about the actual words? It shows that Trump didn't have a team to vet her script, prepare her. You had the Trump speech leak before he gives it. Never happens. What was the first thing you heard? Not organized, not organized. Jim Swift, you're part of the actual logistics in addition to the work you do for the Weekly Standard and the magazine. How would you compare the organization of Cleveland and the inept Trumps versus the DNC so far?
1: Uh, Two fronts. I mean, the, the Democratic National Committee knows that the Bernie Sanders are here, uh, protesters uh, and delegates are, are here because they're not happy. And I'm seeing people walking around with headphones saying, you know, the situation is still in flux and things like that. They're clearly prepared for this. But when it comes to a logistical convention, I mean, we're in these ridiculous tents. Uh, two rainstorms have come by in the past couple days. Uh, we've had flooding coming through our air conditioning, having to move our electricity, make sure we don't get shocked. Um, and, you know, the hotel situation is, is quite nightmarish. We, we're staying at a lovely days Inn in in Cherry Hill, <laughs> New Jersey. Uh, but some people are in, uh, not good neighborhoods over by the airport. Um, you know, Cleveland was way better logistically organized than than Philly was. Um, but, uh, you know, here we are in a former Navy Yard by three football stadiums and there's there's no no alcohol to be found anywhere. It's uh, it's a food desert and it's a booze desert unless you're a, a highfalutin uh, delegate uh, or high, a high paying donor. Yeah, and it
0: is interesting to me that after all the talk about how Donald Trump doesn't have a campaign team to put in place, where did the chaos finally arrive and where is the chaos remaining as we head into day three it's here in philadelphia at the democratic national convention jim swift the weekly standard thanks so much for joining us for this podcast great to be here thanks you've been listening to the weekly standard podcast be sure to tune in every day this week for updates in philadelphia i'm your host michael graham